Okay, ladies and gentlemen, today my goal is to dramatize the tragedy of our school system. Americans have gotten used to mediocre schools, and this is a response which guarantees more mediocrity. The only hope is that everyone stare into the abyss and shudder all over as they wonder what the heck happened to us. Reasonably honest, professional people would never design the schools we have now. I would say dishonest pretenders got inside the schools and did a job on them. Now here's what galvanizes these reflections. There was a provocative article on the internet about the future of our schools. Someone's comment said the article was inspiring. Very inspiring. What I heard was a lot of flowery, oblivious cliches. The article carried on about curiosity, hard work, dedication, and how these virtues would culminate in better schools and a great society. I think that's naive. What does it matter what one optimist writes in an article when a thousand professional educators are pushing in the opposite direction? The dumbing down of America is real, it's bleak, it's stupid and dangerous. There are hundreds of videos on the internet recording interviews of people on the street. Where is Japan? Point to Antarctica. And the kids can't do it. Simple arithmetic is not taught so the children can master it. Reading is crippled by bad instruction. A huge percentage of high school grads cannot do the simplest academic things. Our education bosses must love failure. They have forbidden memorization and rigor of any kind. The vision of children studying hard and learning more is scorned as a quaint relic from an unhealthy past. The tragedy for me is that so many millions of Americans have basically given up fixing K-12 education. They accept whatever lame alibis and lies the school officials put out. Please stop doing that. It's easy to make the case that our schools have been in free fall for most of a century. When phonics was kicked out in the 1930s, the country entered an illiteracy crisis, often written about and cataloged and prompting the huge bestseller title, Why Johnny Can't Read. Evidently, this was a national nightmare already, a long time ago. Then in 1962 came more apocalyptic proof that barbarians had surely taken over our education system. New math promises to show the fun and meaning of math, but it was a horrible goulash of high school and college math which the so-called experts pretended to be good for children. It's roughly like feeding them a steady diet of snails and puppy dog tails. You can easily find this book on Amazon as Understanding the New Math, with a long review by me. This book is almost impossible to read, which is proof of everything I'm saying. New Math was a big, bloated fake but the authors insisted this, that this was the perfect way for children to learn arithmetic. In reality, children were traumatized by this nonsense 
and stops being interested in math altogether. For a third signal that the country was in deep trouble, we have the saga of John Saxon. Circa 1985, he was one of our very few great educators. He wrote and published his own textbooks because he realized that most children in high school didn't understand how to read or do math. Saxon was an ex-pilot and a warrior. He challenged the entire education establishment to take him on in competition between their methods and his. He offered to pay for the competitions. Guess what? The professors were silent. Some people said Saxon should be more gentle with the professors. He said they don't deserve it. Saxon, after becoming familiar with what was going on in the public schools, had nothing but distaste for these people, and he didn't pretend otherwise. Saxon is the kind of person we need in education. The people we have now should not be in the field because their true concerns are social engineering and indoctrination. In reality, our educators are closet socialists pretending to care about education, as most people use that word. Now my plea here is that no one think that the collapse of our school system is a fantasy, a conspiracy theory, or somehow not sufficient reason to be worried. You should be very worried. We are talking about a terminal decline in education. No good outcomes are possible. And I'm not talking about the very top students. I'm talking about the average students. Across the board, there's a tremendous decline. If you look at the history of education in the U.S., you'll see there is a well-organized campaign against children, parents, and country. So I have to wonder, does anyone care? Truly, it's a war, and everyone should take sides. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, The beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. 5. Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. 6. If we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. 
As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.